You're listening to the Positive Induction Podcast, a podcast for those who have chosen to have an induction of labour, or for those interested in how they can make induction a more positive experience. I'm your host, Jade Gordon, clinical hypnotherapist, hypnobirthing teacher, and positive induction coach. As always, I want to remind you, positive birth means different things to different people. It may be feeling in control, being respected, informed. It does not mean perfect. My aim here is to bring you tips, inspiration, and real life experiences. So let's get started. Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Positive Induction Podcast. I'm your host, Jade Gordon, hypnotherapist, psychotherapist and induction preparation coach. Since we're on the first episode, I want to start from the beginning, which for me means sharing a little of my own induction story and how it inspired me to create the Positive Induction Facebook group in 2017 and to start PositiveInduction.com and supporting those going for induction, of course. But to begin with, I wasn't even in the induction or birth world in any way, so I want to share a wee bit about how this came to be. And since this is going to be one of our main focuses here, I also want to talk about what positive induction really means to me. So my story starts in 2013, when I was pregnant with my first child. It was an exciting time, of course. I had a rather typical pregnancy, some morning sickness, etc., but generally fairly straightforward. I knew I wanted to do something to make my birth more positive, and I read a lot of blogs, <laughs> I read a lot of books, and at the time I was researching the Bradley Method after reading a lot of blogs in the US that mentioned it. And I was really inspired by the idea that there were things we could do that could help us have a more positive experience. I think one of the themes that comes up again and again is feeling of wanting control or more control. I definitely was in a place where I had a lot of control over my life and I quite enjoyed having that control over my life. And the idea of birth seemed like something that was very hard to control. And so doing something that would help me take back some element of that was definitely attractive. There weren't any Bradley options in the northeast of Scotland at the time. So instead, I ended up doing hypnobirthing with a decent dose of scepticism, let's say. I knew I needed more than the standard hospital or doctor's antenatal classes. I really wasn't sure if doing a hypno-related class was it. Of course, I already told you, I'm a hypnotherapist now, so I'm sure, spoiler alert, (laughs) this really worked for me and I do now love hypnotherapy. But at the time, I was working as a geophysicist, working on oil and gas exploration. The hypnotherapy, or hypno side of things, was relatively new to me. It was out with my zone of normality, or what I was comfortable with. Of course, as I say, I fell in love with all things hypno, but at the time it was something new to me for sure. I loved my hypnobirthing classes 
and I felt really prepared at the end of them and ready for my wonderful birth centre birth, my midwife-led unit birth I had planned. The idea of giving birth in a pool, there was a centre really near me that was at the time really like ahead of the game in terms of birth, birth pools and supporting water birth. I was ready to use all of the things that I had learned in class and I felt really prepared and confident. Fantastic. Until my blood pressure started to rise a little beyond my due date. Everything went really well in my pregnancy up to my due date. It was like perfect, you know, other than of course the normal niggles, morning sickness, all of that stuff. Like everything else was kind of textbook. I even avoided a single stretch mark until I woke up on the day of my due date and suddenly was covered in them. But also my blood pressure started to rise. Definitely we focus on this due date as if it's like this really like date where everything changes. And it's generally not true. Most of the time it's just another day and only a tiny proportion of babies are actually born in their due date. But for me, it was the date that everything kind of changed in my pregnancy and things went from being really straightforward to being a little more special circumstances or out of the ordinary or medically different or any need to kind of have any medical intervention. So, of course, when my blood pressure started to rise, conversation turned to induction. Now, as I said before, I really did love hypnobirthing. It was amazing. But one of the main takeaways for me from my course, from the books I read, was that it would be a terrible experience to have an induction. That induction was a really bad idea. It's something that would be pushed on me, that would not be necessary for me, that I had to do everything I could to avoid that kind of fight, flight, freeze, that kind of argumentative anger, like pushed back from induction, induction is equals bad. And of course, like as we know now, um, it's sometimes a good option, it's sometimes a viable option, it's sometimes an important option to have that gives us the opportunity to have a birth experience more like what we'd originally planned rather than going straight to cesarean. So now my attitude, of course, is very different. But right at that moment, that main focus for me was, this is going to be terrible. It's going to be long. It's going to be hard. I'm going to have no control. Basically, it's going to be terrible. And I should have been avoiding this at all costs. So when it was discussed at my appointment that this was the best way forward, I was devastated and that seems now like just at the time I was just lost in this devastation. Now it just seems like I can look at it from a different perspective and it may sound very extreme but at the time that's really how I felt. It definitely increased my stress levels. I felt like I had to fight against it, like this was a terrible choice. I felt, I did feel pushed into induction. There are like looking back it was the right decision to have but also it's true that I was pushed into that decision there was definitely coercion there I was frustrated by the way it was presented to me of course we want to have those open honest conversations with a healthcare practitioner 
We want to have that information to make an informed choice. Yes, I was frustrated by that. But most of all, I was frustrated with my body for just not doing what it was supposed to do. (laughs) Of course, my body was busy doing exactly what it was supposed to do, which is keeping baby in safe and well until baby signalled that they were ready to be born. But that's not how I phrased it in the moment. Now devastation may seem like an extreme word to you, as I said. Or perhaps you can relate to that. Either way, it's exactly how I felt. I remember going home and picking up the cat, picking up Enzo, and like just cuddling the cat, just feeling like completely like everything had gone wrong. Enzo was a very understanding companion and happily listened to all my worries and disappointments. <laughs> but I felt like all hope of a positive birth had gone. And that's pretty bad, right? Let's be honest. Like, that is pretty bad. I did go on to have a very positive labour experience. But at the time, I just felt like there was no hope for a positive birth. What a terrible way to approach your birth, like, just to feel that complete hopelessness. This moment, remembering back to that devastation, to that feeling like there was no hope, is the motivation for the work and support that I do around induction now. Whenever I need any motivation around this, which is rare because I'm normally so focused in the world of induction, whenever I need a reminder of why it's important to me, I remember how dreadful I felt in that moment and how far away that positive birth felt. And that inspired me to create something so others didn't have to feel that way so that they could find a way to feel hope and to take back control of their experience if they did, because that loss of control is a common thread throughout induction preparation. So the next steps in my birth journey involve me researching induction, hunting through the internet (laughs) everywhere I possibly could for positive stories and working out how I could take some morsel of control back. Basically, there wasn't anywhere positive I could find other than the very occasional positive comment on some of the birth forums, a couple of birth story snippets here and there. But really, there wasn't a lot out there. And I really was like, how can I learn what can help me here? As a result, I approached my induction appointment with fear, stress and basically expecting the worst. It really felt like my body had failed and that I had lost all control of my experience. I had the odds stacked against me from a mindset point of view. But thankfully I did manage to use my hypnobirthing tools and my labour was actually fairly positive. I didn't even consider the epidural I expected to need and actually started to work fairly quickly. It was not a perfect birth. It was not at all like I had imagined. There are lots of things that I wish I could tell myself back there if I could travel in time. There are definitely moments I would have handled differently from the position I'm in now. But all in all, my induction and labour went fairly well. I used a lot of hypnobirthing tools from my toolbox. And using these hypnobirthing tools actually inspired me to train as a hypnobirthing teacher with a focus on supporting those going for induction. There are two main challenges around induction currently. The first is the coercion involved in induction 
as I mentioned, I experienced that myself. The pushing to have an induction, the wording used to persuade people, that emotional blackmail used to persuade people to accept induction, the lack of informed choice. These are very real issues. And part of having a positive induction is helping people in making that informed choice. You will hear me say choice a lot. I don't know how many times I've already mentioned the word choice, but it's something that's going to come up often because it's really important that we can make that informed choice, whether to have an induction or not. This is a very important issue. It's not one that we're going to focus on a lot in this podcast. This podcast is going to be aiming at supporting those who have already chosen to have an induction. But if you are in that first category where you feel like this is something that's going on for you at the moment, where you don't feel you have that control, that option to make an informed choice, head over to our show notes at positiveinduction.com forward slash podcast one. And you can find some additional links that can support you in making that choice and in helping you when you're in this position. The second challenge is then for those who do choose an induction. Once you've made that choice, you need support to move forward. This is a situation I described myself in when I was searching for those stories and I couldn't find anything, when I wanted tips and information and I couldn't find anything. Once you've made that choice to have an induction, once you've made that informed choice, you need support to move forwards, to be able to learn how you can make this easier or more positive, to understand your choices, to know there are still options, to know that you can still have a positive experience, even if it looks different to what you first imagined. And I just want to point out every time I say positive, I do not mean perfect. And I'm going to talk more about what positive means shortly. The second challenge, as I say, is the main focus for us here. I want to create that environment, those resources, for people who've made that informed decision to have an induction. So to me, positive birth is about being respected, informed, and feeling like you're part of your birth experience. It's about birth being something you do rather than something that happens to you. You know I've mentioned hypnobirthing many times already and I really believe that hypnobirthing was the thing that made the biggest positive impact on my induction. But for many it makes them fearful of induction as I experienced also. And for many people they need support with mindset to prepare and adapt their hypnobirthing. So if you've been doing hypnobirthing and you feel ready and prepared for induction, amazing. But if you've been doing hypnobirthing and you feel like, oh, I just feel like now I'm going to have this induction. I've got this disconnect. I can't work out how to marry these two together. This is a great place to be. We're going to be talking about that a lot more. So this podcast isn't going to focus on hypnobirthing specifically. But it is a common theme that comes up in birth preparation and also in the birth stories shared here. So you will get tips and tools and ways to adapt that to your birth. There are lots of resources available to you if you're planning or considering an induction. The Positive Induction Facebook group, which now has almost 5,000 members, is a great place to ask questions and meet others and hear other stories. The Positive Induction website, 
positiveinduction.com has loads of blog posts, tips, information, as well as a positive induction story library. And of course, the positive induction course, which is a three-hour hypnobirthing for induction course. Everyone going for an induction should take. Of course, I may be slightly biased there, but it's really good to have these tools and techniques specifically for induction. And having that course that you can do in less than three hours is really helpful if you're going for an induction later today or tomorrow. So you can find them all at positiveinduction.com. But do feel free to reach out to me if you have any questions at all. You can find me on Instagram at positiveinduction or you can email me jade at positiveinduction.com. Thanks for listening and I look forward to sharing more with you soon. We have lots of birth stories lined up and information about hypnobirthing and changing from home birth to induction. So yeah, make sure you subscribe and enjoy.